0: What would happen if everyone was loving to each other? What if there was spiritual love constantly present in the world? What if everyone had loving feelings and loving thoughts all the time? What if everyone spoke loving words? What if everyone performed loving actions from their heart? And what if you could be part of this great transformation in our world? You are about to learn about a new global project to bring the light of unconditional love into our world. And how when we become more loving, we create a more loving world. Welcome.
1: Thank you for your loving presence. Is a blessing, beautiful quote. Just to start this off, may you constantly, at every moment, be an image of love for every soul in every situation. Never let go or forget your loving image, loving face. Your loving interaction and your loving relationships and connections.
0: So beautiful, so beautiful. I'm just going to read that again and let it sink in even deeper. May you constantly, at every moment, be an image of love for every soul in every situation. Never let go of or forget your loving image, your loving face, your loving interaction and your loving relationships and connections.
1: Mm, So beautiful. So as we dive into this today, let's just keep that in our consciousness. And we're going to go into what is the benefit you personally will enjoy by being more loving and we're going to share what increases that loving feeling what blocks the love how to practice pure unconditional love the five forms of love the five ways to be loving and how to make it easy So you can practice this for a week and see for yourself, from your own experience, how your life improves. So this is a beautiful, beautiful intention because right now in the world, people are wandering around searching for love. People want love. It's a very harsh world. We need love We can't just have physical things and be happy. In order to have a beautiful life, we need love, we need happiness, we need good health, wealth. But without those loving connections, relationships, everything is dry and meaningless.
0: I remember when the first time when I brought this beautiful bunny home, the The woman who had the bunnies, mother and father, really just said, you know, he needs love. As long as he gets enough love, really, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I, I, that just really stayed with me, that, that number one nourishment for this creature, for any living being, <laughs> is love.
1: It's so true. He, everyone is a being that responds to love, yeah? If you're loving towards somebody, they will respond to you much better than if you're nasty to them.
0: (laughs) All of life, so this goes for human beings, this goes for all animals, this goes for plants, plants respond to love. Even the elements, there's so many experiments done, water responds to love, all of the elements respond to love. So truly all of life... All of life is nurtured and nourished by love.
1: And without love, it's a dry, dead world, even if we have physical things. So why share selfless love? What are the benefits that you'll enjoy by trying this out? And remember, selfless love, unconditional love, is different from conditional love. Conditional love means that I'll be nice to you if you're nice to me. The problem with that is that we can't control other people's behavior. So we may close our heart down all the time until we get a situation where someone is loving towards us. And we might be waiting around a long time. So instead of waiting, we decide to become what we wish to experience in the world.
0: Truly. And, you know, I think so often as well, even if someone is surrounded by other loving people, and people in their life are giving them love, they might still close their hearts to receive that. So it really starts with our own opening of our heart, our own giving of love, and that really opens the doorway also to receive love.
1: So it's loving, unconditional love for ourselves and others. So here's some things that will happen when you practice this. When we focus on giving love from our hearts, we personally feel full of love and good feelings. (laughs) And that would be enough because just feeling good, why do we do all the things we do in life? A lot of what we do is just to feel better. So by sharing love, the love comes through your heart and it makes you feel good while you're doing that, regardless of anything happening afterwards also our own hearts are purified because whatever blocks there are as we practice this they get cleaned out so we feel happy and light most people will respond back to us lovingly so i mean i've been practicing this for a while and i've noticed that just when i go on a walk or something As I'm just smiling and giving blessings to people and sending love to them. I don't know these people. They're just random tourists wandering around on the trails. But it's a nice feeling. Good vibrations. Rather than ignoring people or some other energy. So people really respond really well back to you. And... If you're working with people, let's say you have a business or you have some sort of situation where you're working with others, more can be accomplished through love than through force. I'm sure you might have noticed this. If we try and force people to do things, they they might do it a little bit temporarily, but then they'll stop doing it. But if, it, if there's love, people will respond and be much more serious in the long run to cooperate and to create beautiful situations. And the other thing is that when we practice this, we get to see where we are actually not being loving and where we're being selfish and you only really get to see that when you try and practice unconditional love continuously for for at least a week you get to see what is what is it that's in the way of that experience so you'll discover a lot of things about yourself and where you're coming from
0: hmm. those are beautiful beautiful benefits michael of of love and creating that constant experience in our hearts and minds and emanating this beautiful energy. So, what increases love? What increases love? I'd say the first point of contact for love, for true love, is in our connection to the divine, in our connection to the source, the ocean of love. The being who is eternally and constantly, never-ending, loving, forever, with an endless supply. The being who is behind the creation, the manifestation of whole universe is the ocean of love and as we let's say as leaves of the tree branches even roots connect back to the seed of life the seed of the tree the seed who is love that limitless source will fill us overflowing and give us the strength to love in any and all conditions.
1: Mm, So beautiful. So as we practice these things, recognizing that we have worth, preciousness.
0: And that this is how the divine sees us. I think that that relationships helps us to see We are invaluable, precious, beloved, divine.
1: Yeah, we can't just love others without first recognizing our own goodness. So this is a beautiful thing that It's not, because people talk about love a lot, you know, this is a very big word that a lot of people would mention, and there's lots of movies about it, there's lots of songs about it, This, you know, love is like this huge thing, but what we're talking about is unconditional love, not saying that I love my socks and I love my, uh, you know, my elbows, and do you know what I mean, like it's not, it's not like that, it's saying who am I really And on a spiritual level, what goodness do I have? And as we love that part of us, then we increase that feeling in ourselves, which then can go out to others. Then can go out to others.
0: As we receive that beautiful, beautiful recognition of our own divinity, of the way God sees us, we really more and more can also offer that vision to others of recognition of what a precious, divine, beautiful, radiant being each one is. And they go together. The more you see others that way, the more you see yourself. And so love is a spiritual practice. Love is the spiritual practice of awakening of realization of recognizing what is. I remember when I was in college I ended up designing my own major which was which was really neat and I started in communications and then I I was still in the realm of of journalism the power of words and language and ultimately I ended up working with children and Doing some comparative religious and spiritual studies. And I titled my thesis at the end of all this study, all this year's so much academics and great professors and everything. All I could come up with as the title of my thesis was Love is Period. I was essentially like the meaning of life. (laughs) Love is period So it is that ever present context ultimately that gives that gives life existence that gives that gives power to anything being alive. Because if something isn't loved, it shrivels, it, it ultimately dies. If we don't love, I'm looking at this beautiful plant, to love this plant and love the plant to take care of it and water it, and the sun certainly shines its love in its own way, then it dies, right? So, really we're talking about something so fundamental and foundational to life, to life itself. And when we really tap into the flow of this energy, the, 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 the results, the experience, the flourishing, the abundance, the transformation is, is quite unlimited and miraculous.
1: It really is. What a wonder. What a wonder. So what blocks the love? You know, we've talked about what increases it. And we'll talk about these five ways you can practice being loving. And when you really practice this, we've been doing this in a group, it's fascinating, the stories and the experiences people have. And this is something that I've come to realize, having been practicing this, what is it that blocks me being loving. And these are things that seem to be quite consistently the issue. Unconditionally loving. We can be loving to people who are loving to us. We can get on with people who get on with us. But here's some common blocks. Expectations. If someone doesn't give us what we want, or they don't cooperate with us, we may block love, right? Because It's easy to be loving when someone gives you what you want and does what you like. If you have a need and someone helps you with it, then you, of course, will feel love towards that person. If they don't do it and they do the opposite or they even cause you problems, then it's very easy to say, I'm not going to love this person because they're not doing things that, in my opinion, are worthy of love. But this practice is not about whether or not someone's worthy of love or whether they're doing what we want them to. It's, a practice of choosing to give love regardless of what anyone else is giving us. So if, if we're only loving towards people when they're loving towards us then it's very conditional and a lot of the time people are normally uh, depending on your relationships a lot of people can be very cooperative with you most of the time. So you probably will feel love to them. But what happens when they're not? So that, that blocks the love. Another thing that blocks love in our heart is being right and proving a point. If we get caught up in arguments or trying to prove some sort of a point or opinion we have, we come into conflict and block the love. You can see this in the media if you go on the news that most of what's happening is someone saying I'm right and everyone else is wrong and I don't like these other people. So there's no love. Another thing that blocks the love is lack of self-love. If we don't love ourselves then our love for others won't be there either and if we're not receiving spiritual love from a spiritual source then where's love coming from you know we need to fill up with it and then finally negative thoughts if we have negative thoughts negative conversations about people in our head why isn't this person doing this thing or why are they doing this or what about this or why is this thing or what's wrong with the world or whatever it is negative thoughts all of those thoughts block the love
0: Mm. such powerful recognition and and so beautiful to just expose all of these things Two things that come to my mind. One uh, is, and I think this is so helpful. Michael is just was uh, referencing politics, and I know in our country in the U.S. this can really be a place of divide and like and blocking love. Like it's it's pretty extraordinary yeah. the the extent of that. And I remember um, reading once that someone asked Mother Teresa. Um, you know something about her political views, and well, why isn't she, you know, taking us a, aside? A and she said, "I work for peace, and I work for love, and I focus on what's going to increase that." She said, "If I take a side, it would it would automatically lead to a divide and me blocking love." for that group of people. And that will never lead to love. That will never lead to peace. That will never lead to harmony. So something so profound and I think is is part of our spiritual journey, all of us in the maturity of that journey, is being able to to recognize and discern and and have clarity around things in your life and, and situations and to keep the love and when we need to communicate something that may or may not be agreeable to others that we do it with so much love that the message is able to be delivered and the heart is still able to remain open and healed right so this is just going into a little detail of what a deep spiritual practice love is and how practical how practical it is in in everything we do which which we're going to move into the what do we call them Michael the five the five forms five forms of love.
1: Yeah, politics is a classic example. In the past, people could disagree politically and still love each other. Because, yeah, I heard lots of stories of the Congress people from different parties. They would have, you know, fierce disagreements in their work, but then they'd go for a drink afterwards and be friends. Because there was a higher value. Another thing that blocks love is being tired and rushed. It's, it's very difficult to practice unconditional love if you yourself haven't eaten enough and you're rushing around and there's too many things going on and you're stressed out because being in that state of love requires an awareness and an attitude and an orientation towards the world which is putting love as, as top priority in your life. But when we're running around, then all these other things are more important to us at that time. So love drops down on the list and then there's no love.
0: Mm. So beautiful to give ourselves space and time and uh, patience. Patience is connected to love, is connected to faith. Really, these these energies all all move together in harmony. And before we go into the f- the five forms and, and more of the practice I want to also drop in a very very powerful very powerful foundation of love that as you practice what more, more and more what we're going to share with you if you can come to this place you can open your heart to love And this energy is mercy. Mercy, compassion. Even if we find ourselves in one of these blocks, if we take a moment, we take a breath to move into that place of mercy and compassion for ourselves, for the situation, for others, For whatever it is that's present. Like Michael just said, if you're rushed and and there's a lot going on, we can take a breath into mercy, into compassion. It will always open our hearts. It will always open our hearts. Being human, being alive, in these times, is not easy. It's not easy. I don't think it's easy for anyone. It's not even easy for the animals. It's not easy for the plants. It's not easy for the elements either. It's an, an, more of an intense time in the world. The world uh, cycle. So when we can drop into that place of mercy and compassion. For everything we've been through to get to this moment, for everything any living being has been through, my goodness, (laughs) to just be here, alive in this moment, really helps us to drop into that love and into that unconditional forgiveness, forgivingness, it's okay. And then that doorway to love is open
1: so important everyone who does bad things or silly things or inconsiderate silly weird things the only reason is because they're hurt only reason there's no other reason even if someone actively does something bad on purpose towards us that's only because they're hurt so all these expressions of selfishness and negativity it's actually a weakness in the soul because of past bad experiences. So someone hurt that person, they hurt someone else and someone else hurt them back and it went on and on and on. And it goes back many lives. So when we realize that everyone has this core goodness and then these bad experiences that have corrupted the heart a little bit, but ultimately everyone's gonna come back to that love then we can extend mercy. So if you see any strange behaviors in anyone at all, including yourself, especially yourself, then have mercy. Mercy is part of love and gratitude is part of love. Compassion is part of love. Good wishes are part of love. So love is not just this one word with one thing. There's different things. So let's talk about the invitation. We are inviting you, inviting you. Ara, would you like to read the invitation? This is an invitation to be part of the very first group on our project, Unconditional Love, Link of Love, Selfless Love.
0: Mm, What an honor. I will read this. Okay, the invitation. Many people are wandering around in distress, searching for true spiritual love. You can help create a loving world by sharing selfless love to everyone, including yourself, for seven days. For the next seven days, prioritize sending love to everyone you meet through your loving vision, loving attitude. Loving thoughts and actions filled with love. No matter what others are like, never let go of your loving face and loving attitude. And to start with for seven days. Even if others don't give you love, give them such pure, unconditional love from your heart anyway. And even if your own negative thoughts and emotions come to attack you in a fearsome form, constantly continue to transform them with the coolness of your love, the cool waters of your love and mercy. By sharing love for the next seven days, you will feel filled with love and your presence will make the world a more loving place. Simply focus on accepting love and giving love all the time and see what happens.
1: Mm, Isn't that beautiful? So this is a wonderful opportunity to experience this for yourself. Would you like to practice unconditional love for a week? See what happens. So let's talk about how to do this, because this is something that needs a little bit of attention, a little bit of love practice to build that up and to increase that feeling and that awareness. There are actually five forms of love. And as I read this and share this to you, just tune into which form of love you would like to practice that you would more likely succeed in because we want you to do something that is within your reach the the ultimate end goal of this is that we have constant love on all levels all the time that's the end result and in order to get there we just need to start and move in that direction So here's the five forms of love. The first thing is loving vibrations and feelings. So this is normally what we think of as love, is the energy from the heart of sending out good vibrations through your heart. Spiritual energy, loving vibrations, loving feelings. So you could be walking around or sitting down and you're just sending out good vibrations in your heart. Which will make you feel really good. And everyone around you will be very grateful for your good vibrations.
0: This is such a powerful uh, form that love takes because also it's said that the more subtle something is, the more powerful. So, And what's also beautiful about it is that it's really un- limited, unlimited as far as you could be anywhere, you could be in any situation. It you know, you it's not even that you have to vocalize it, but it's more of a feeling state that you are emanating and this feeling state is serving the collective fabric of consciousness so what's really lovely about this is that it's very unlimited you can do it while you're laying in bed you can do it while you're out on a walk while you're traveling on an airplane while you're driving in a car while you're walking around in the grocery store that this is this is a practice you can focus on in an inner sense with the divine and actually make a profound impact
1: can you imagine if everyone in the world was sending love from their heart every day. Imagine if it just happened for seven days. What a huge difference that would make in the world. If you went to the store, everyone's sending love and blessings from the heart. If you went on a plane or you went for a walk, went in anywhere, there's just love and blessings. Called someone up, they were loving. So this is one form of love, just sending that loving feeling. The second form of love is loving, having a loving face, a loving face, which means having a loving smile and loving vision. So you, this, this is a wonderful practice as well. So you can smile at everyone and see them as a beautiful being, a beautiful soul.
0: So you're sending love through your eyes and through your face and your, your features and through that beautiful smile.
1: So if you'd like to smile at everyone for a week, you you will notice a big difference in how people respond to you. I guarantee. I guarantee. The third type of love is loving thoughts, good wishes and blessings. Now, just remember, these all are kind of connected to each other because if you have loving feelings, chances are you'll smile and chances are you'll think loving thoughts. And if you have loving thoughts, you're probably going to have loving feelings. But we're just making these separate things so that you can pick one that you'd like to do so loving thoughts means that when you see somebody or even if you're on your own you have good wishes and pure blessings for others so for example if i'm sitting here in my office and rl is out and about i might be sending rl blessings may she be happy may she be healthy she be joyful, may everything be wonderful. Right? Those sort of feelings and thoughts are loving thoughts. And if you walk down the street and you see somebody or you're driving a car and there's all these cars coming the other way, you can think may everyone be happy, may everyone be healthy, may everyone have a wonderful day. Right? This is loving thoughts and it's very inspiring and what happens is when you do this your mind won't be thinking negative thoughts about other people so you will feel a lot of energy coming back to you this is another practice
0: loving thoughts are are also connected to to prayer to to meditation as well you know if you have a prayer practice or a mantra meditation practice we're talking about one and the same thing as well you're having these beautiful thoughts of of good wishes of pure feelings of elevated consciousness of elevated vibrations
1: so beautiful and then we have loving words this is this is in some ways easier than the other ones but also a beautiful practice so this would mean something like when you meet somebody giving thanks to them, giving them your appreciation. You, you'll you be surprised how many people are starved of gratitude and appreciation. People do so many difficult things in their life and hardly anyone recognizes all their hard work and, and what they've done and everything that they're involved in because people tend to be quite selfish and focused on themselves. So if you can acknowledge from your heart, sincerely, your appreciation and gratitude for somebody, whether it's someone in your life or someone at the store or someone you work with. For example, if you're working with somebody, you can tell them sincerely, thank you so much for the beautiful work that you're doing. I'm really, really, really grateful that you did this, that you did this, that you put your heart into it, that you did this, this and this. They will they will have a huge smile receiving your praise and your loving words. It makes a huge, huge, huge difference to people. A lot of people think they do this, but actually they don't. A lot of times people might think it in their mind, and they don't say it out loud. Uh, and, and instead, what tends to happen is people get criticism. I'll give a story about this. We're doing this in a group, loving, practicing love. One of the people was saying that, She's having her house renovated and the workers, the main guy who's working on the house, he, she sent him a message, a long message saying, I want to thank you so much for the work you're doing. I'm really grateful that I chose you to work with us. You're doing a great job. Um, I appreciate your attention to detail. I appreciate everything you're doing and your great ideas. And she just sent this long text message giving him praise. And he norm- he looked at the message briefly and thought, oh God, it's probably another complaint from another customer, right? So he didn't even read it properly because he, he, he says he normally just gets complaints and why isn't this done and why isn't this finished and what about this and what about that? But he did end up reading it and he said he was deeply, deeply touched and deeply moved that, that he received that message because it's the only time he remembers someone sincerely sending him love and blessings and it was so important to him right we recently bought a table someone to commission we commissioned someone to build us a table so we can eat in front of the window over here and I was asking her is everything okay is everything going on with the table and she got back to me with this like you know everything's like a little bit short a little bit stressed like it'll be done in like six weeks and and I and I got back and I said no no I'm not I'm not criticizing you and telling you when is it going to be I'm just I'm sending you appreciation and gratitude thank you so much for building us a table and shipping it all the way from Canada and she was really moved by that because other people are all just when is it coming when is it getting here how come it's not finished yet. We just sent her love and blessings and no doubt she's going to make the best table and put a lot of extra love into that because we're sending her appreciation. So loving words is a really, really, really powerful thing to do that is in your control. And if you do this, you'll feel love in your heart as well because they're all connected.
0: Mm. Loving loving words and loving words that are filled with loving feelings and and loving thoughts it is profound medicine it, it is actually medicine i think in these times when when we can really send and speak or type and share those words filled with with appreciation and love what comes from the heart goes to the heart and heals the heart And heals the heart and appreciating having gratitude for everything that the souls we we have in our lives the souls we recognize out in the world everything they're doing all of all of the effort they're making all all of the love they're pouring into their lives as we acknowledge that that creates a a loving ripple
1: Mm, so how could you have loving loving words it makes a big difference to people and then the final thing is loving actions because you know i'll give an example of this last week i was practicing this different sorts of love and rl was telling me that she was feeling disturbed about the fact the house was a little bit disorganized and the garage was disorganized and the hot tub wasn't filled up and various things around the house, right? I could say, well, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to smile at her. (laughs) I'm just going to smile at her and give her blessings, right? But instead, and I did that as well, but but I realized that what would make her feel better is me going out in the heat, (laughs) because it's really hot here, and going out in the garden and taking care of this and chucking stuff away and tidying things up and sorting out the garage and all this stuff that's, you know, a little bit like, you know, nitty-gritty, you know, dirty work, really, Um, because that's, that's demonstrating love in action. It's not just talking about it intellectually on a podcast. And so these are sort of things that if someone appreciates something, like it could be making food. If someone doesn't eat enough, then making them food is good. Or maybe they haven't got time to make food and you make it for them. Or there's you know, there's infinite ways of practicing any of these things. But loving actions are doing the things that other people feel is a sign of love. And it really helps someone's life, you know.
0: And appreciating that person, I remember th- thanking you, Michael, for for doing that. I was so I was pleasantly, like, surprised and moved because it was it really was an act of love, and I and I know the, the sacrifice and the cost of being <laughs> being in the heat. <laughs> and, and it's pretty hot right now, and um and it's so beautiful, and and it and it really elevated elevated the whole atmosphere and. And thank you. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. See, but I get the benefit of of, um, developing love in myself. And so the thing is selfless love for others isn't really selfless because we are bound by the karma. So even though I did it from my heart to help Ariel, thank you Ariel for your appreciation, um, I can't help benefit from Ariel's love and blessings back to me so that this this is why relationships either get better or get worse because when people stop doing acts of love and speaking words of love and sending vibrations of love then everything dries up and goes toxic but when we start doing them then it flourishes and becomes beautiful
0: Mm, so sweet and then oftentimes those acts of love like they benefit us too like do you feel better with the the shift in the atmosphere and the
1: And everything being more lovely. Yeah, I I love a nice, orderly house. And sometimes we benefit. Sometimes it might actually not make much difference to us at all. This is the interesting thing about loving actions. That um, Let's say, for example, somebody likes um, a particular type of chocolate. And you don't like chocolate at all, let's say, right? Um, And you make that chocolate with so much love and so much care and give it to them. You might not like chocolate, and you might not like chocolate with particular ingredients in it. But you make it and you give it to them, and they're really, really happy about it. Um, so, but oftentimes, we do like the things as well. But you, we don't have to. That's the point. You don't have to. You might. You might. Uh, someone. I remember David Hawkins, whose spiritual teacher lives and used to live in Sedona. He said that, um, let's say the husband is. You know, he's off to work and on some difficult job and his wife makes him his coffee just the way he he likes it. It's She's not having coffee. She doesn't like his coffee. She's not interested in having the type of coffee he has. But she does it exactly the way he likes it. And it makes a huge difference to him to go off to work having had his favorite coffee. Um, it's a sign of love. And it, it's... So... This is the sort of thing that makes the world a better place.
0: And so the acts can also be so simple, so simple as making someone a cup of coffee or, you know, arranging things the way that someone really appreciates it they can be really simple acts i remember a story i think it's seth godin who is who yeah he doesn't even is it that he doesn't even drink coffee, doesn't drink coffee. So this is so amazing but i think it's just his love for the people he loves and it, he also must enjoy the process i think he like do you tell it michael what does he do he goes from like some stage one to create the most perfect coffee for his loved ones
1: yeah he starts with the beans raw beans and then he roasts the beans himself and he gets everything just right and he yeah he makes coffee and he makes chocolate and he doesn't have coffee or chocolate he also makes um, other things that he doesn't have so this is these are different levels of love and the thing is when you really really try and practice them you will see how powerful it is you'll also see where you're not being loving which is useful to know um, we might think of ourselves as naturally loving and or everything we do is loving but then when you really try and do this you will notice where that's not quite the case um, which is useful because then we can actually bring attention and become more loving afterwards and really develop that on a deeper level Um, Now, with actions, let's just be honest, if someone is a crack addict, then the loving thing to do isn't to buy them crack and a crack pipe. Do you know what I mean? Don't buy someone a bag of crack with a crack pipe and give it to them wrapped up in a little ribbon. Um, Even though they like it, it wouldn't be a sign of love. So the the loving actions um, needs to be done with a level of discernment. Um, because sometimes uh, if someone, for example, is an addict, it would be more loving to, to have an intervention and get them into rehab, which they wouldn't like, um, than it would be to go along with their addiction. So this is, of course, contextual. So how do you make this practice easy? We've gone through these four, five forms of love, and of course we could go into this in a lot more detail. Just tune into it, which one of these five things, loving feelings, number one, loving face and smile and blessings, number number two, and number three is good wishes, sending those good thoughts and blessings to people, loving, number four is loving words, gratitude, appreciation, kindness, and number five is loving actions. Which, which of these, you could do one or two. I don't recommend trying to do all five. But just think, what could you start doing for seven days? You know, I'm going to about, about to go to Kauai next week. I'm from Sedona, and so I'm gonna go on a plane and there's gonna be all these people. So I'm personally gonna practice, um, well, I'll try and practice all five actually, but the but the thing of just smiling at everyone and giving them blessings, because when I've noticed that when I'm in airports or I'm wandering around and I sincerely, from my heart, smile at people and give them love and, and gratitude in my mind or in my words, I feel much, much, much better personally, and also everything's easier, you know, like the people, the people who are giving tickets are more pleasant and the security is nicer and everything's nicer. Um, everything is better. The whole experience of going through the airport is Im- immediately upgraded in that consciousness compared to going, there, oh, God, look at all these people, look at all these lions, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. You know, that's obviously (laughs) not very good. It's not very enjoyable. So what are you going to practice, Ariel?
0: I was just tuning in, and I think this is helpful for everyone listening as well, um, to also be in tune with what is... What is the love language of the different souls in your world and in your life and and I was tuning into how really I feel one of your love languages Michael is is words and uh words of appreciation and you know affirmation so I was also just Wanting to take a moment to um, appreciate you here, on behalf of everyone listening as well, for 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 your love in putting this together, for your love in being a leader in this project, um, Michael's really the the divine energy that. That organizes these podcasts and and types them up and and really um, brings these very expansive qualities of energy and and ideas into a practical and clear form. So I, I wish to appreciate you, Michael, for that, and uh, definitely on behalf of of everyone listening as well. So that's one thing uh, I will I will focus on something i love to do as well is is those words of appreciation bringing it from thought from feeling also into into words
1: that's beautiful thank you for your blessings i appreciate that yeah you know it's it's so easy i've heard this in in um, various books that um the secret to a good relationship funnily enough it's quite simple is to just share share your appreciation with, with other people on a regular basis um, rather than not doing it because it's a high level thing to do you know how many people do that it's very rare actually Um, the sign of higher consciousness is is there's loving words and loving feelings and loving actions and I'm glad you brought that up are these four love languages this pro worth we might have I think there's I don't know but there's at least four there's loving words words of affirmation which is giving blessings and telling people you love them Um, there's the second one I'm not sure this is the right order but there's basically four of them the other one is loving actions you know like doing things for people like cleaning out the garage or helping someone with a project or acts of service yeah then there's um, um, loving touch. People, you know, like for example, Mister Rabbit our Rabbit. He, you know, we could give him blessings all day long, but he, what he wants is petting and food. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we could be looking at him and smiling at him, but he's he's like, can I have some carrots, please? And what about, a- yeah? So pure loving um, touch done in the in a way that's truly loving, and then. Um, so the acts, acts, the words, and then, and then time together. Yeah. Some people that they value, they, to them, if you love them, you'll talk to them for two, three hours in a shot, giving them attention. Um, so these are the things to think about, but it ultimately comes down to loving vibrations, acts of love. Loving actions, loving words, loving thoughts. Gifts. Oh yeah, that's right. Um some people they like gifts. Yeah. So this so what's interesting is that um some people like receiving gifts and because that's what they appreciate, that's a loving action. But some people you can give them gifts all day long, and they really don't care. They'll say thank you very much, and they'll put it to the side, and they'll be on to the next thing. Because what they're looking for maybe is is um, loving words. They want someone to recognize all their hard work, and they're not really bothered about buying. If you, if you even if you bought someone a car or something, they might be like, "Well, thanks for that, but I didn't really need a car, and I'm not, it doesn't." But what I would really appreciate is just a smile. And maybe if you can help me, you know, help me with um, helping me eat properly or something like this. So when you tune into different people, especially if you know them, you can think which type of love do they need in this moment. And the more you know somebody, you find out that they're normally in relationships like five things that the other person really appreciates. And oftentimes those five things may end up taking about 10 minutes a day to do, but the other person's delighted about them. And we might spend six hours doing all this other stuff and the other person really just doesn't care because it's not aligned with what they value and what their love language is. So a part of being loving is, is really having the, the love to know and care enough about other people to give them love In the way that they themselves really appreciate. So how to make it easy? The easy way to do this is to think which one of these different ways of giving love are you naturally already quite good at and focus on that first and foremost because the more you are good at something, the more you can practice doing it and get better at it. And then that will bring with you, it will bring up the other types of love as well. And remember, even if someone doesn't give you love back, it doesn't matter because your your job for a week is just to love them. Mm.
0: And it will come back, it definitely will, in the most beautiful ways. May you constantly, at every moment, be an image of love for every soul in every situation. Never let go of or forget your loving image, your loving face, your loving interaction, and your loving relationships and connections.
1: So... Wishing you all success in your loving practice. Just choose one way of being loving. Do it for one week. And see what happens. And Magdalena says, just to answer a question about this. Magdalena, my apologies. She says, I practice this in a natural way. I love God, which is all what is. So the most challenging thing for me was learning to look at myself in that way. Then she says, for me, sugar is kind of a drug, but I make it for those who love it raw, sweet, (laughs) vegan balls without sugar. My practice, though looking through the eyes to love, love of myself. That's beautiful,
0: myself. Mm, so beautiful, so beautiful, Magdalena. Thank you for sharing your sweetness <laughs> with all of us. I feel like you're you're sharing these sweet things you make with with all of us listening. Mm, so thank you. Yeah, it's you. really
1: beautiful too. Love is, real love, pure love, uplifts in the long run. It is a benefit to everyone now and in the future. And Beatrice says, she has a question not directly connected to this, but we'll answer it anyway, that she always believed we came down here to fix our past lives and chose all the people in our life to learn the lessons and make it better for a new world. And I found out a while ago that we were the destruction of this earth with our creations because of our bad actions. My question is, when we finish our work here, how many of us will be left on Mother's new earth? (laughs) <laughs> That's a good question. The, the 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 essence of this is that we all experience life based on our level of love and level of consciousness. So those who have sufficiently raised their vibration in a sincere way and we can't pretend this by any means, it has to be deep from the heart will experience that new life that new earth you're talking about it's all based on the efforts we make now
0: Mm, yeah beautifully said beautifully said um i think that's what that's where to focus that's where to focus on creating the scars creating your golden stage, your golden state of being that brings the golden world. And it's all absolutely perfect and divine. The souls that are meant to be here, that it that's recorded in their own being will be here. And the ones who are meant to be beyond and in the abode of silence and peace will be in the abode of silence and peace. And really each of us is exactly where we need to be exactly when we need to be there. And so what's beautiful to keep in mind and heart too is that there's absolute divinity and perfection with the whole unfolding constantly. (laughs) And if you feel drawn in your heart to be part of this creation and sustenance of the new world as the cycle of time that is the age of truth, then then you will create that and you will be moved to create that state of consciousness within yourself. We all have a different role, a different dharma and we can smile upon the the divine perfection of it all.
1: So you can, as you feel that new reality within yourself today and this week and this month and as in your life, that is the mirror for what is to come. And so the more souls who have that mirror within themselves, that is the outcome of the inner state. So, and everyone here wouldn't be here if you weren't wanting to experience these higher states of consciousness. So you're here for a reason. And as you create that inner state in yourself, the world has to line up with who you've become. And it might take some time and it might take some destruction along the way, but it will ultimately line up.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. So lovely to be with you, Beatrice, and each and every one of you present, listening, listening after. Oceans and oceans and oceans of love endless love beyond words love to you and thank you for your loving divine presence
1: so much love (laughs) big smiles and we look forward to hearing from you very soon many blessings and om shanti
0: om shanti